Welcome to the Daily Doctor's Kitchen with me, your host, Dr. Rupi. I'm a medical doctor, cookbook author, podcaster, and studying for a master's in nutritional medicine. The Daily Doctor's Kitchen is a series of bite-sized nuggets of information all to do with food, nutrition, healthy living to allow you to live your best life. Remember, you can listen to full-length episodes of the Doctor's Kitchen podcast wherever you listen to pods. And my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and vegetables per person, two servings per recipe, and all using one pan. Curries, stews, tray bakes, you name it, it's in the cookbook. Let's um, talk a bit about what exactly integrative oncology means to you and what people uh, understand it to mean and if there are any sort of official definitions that we could uh, discuss as well because I think people are fascinated by this subject and I I'm trying to be a big signpost for Penny Braun as you know the <laughs> the the sort of um, benchmark the standard by which all uh, oncology centers should should aim towards but yeah let, let's talk a bit about integrative oncology. Well, it's, you know, I think words can be such a, such a help and such a hindrance. You know, I think for me, integrative oncology is the same really as integrative, you know, I'd call it integrative cancer care, maybe. Oncology makes it sound like it's an ology that has to happen in a hospital and that has to be specialists in white coats with high tech stuff. It absolutely doesn't. Integrative oncology is really integrative medicine as applied to a cancer situation. And I think we're seeing movements in integrative medicine, integrative rheumatology, integrative gastroenterology. So I think it's just sort of saying integrative approaches can be applied to all sorts of clinical situations. And I think cancer is one of the one of the best examples of where it can really make a difference and where it has, you know, people have been voting with their feet. People use people with cancer, overwhelming, you know, a majority of them, it depends how you are how you actually define what integrative approaches are but di- in different studies between 60 and 80 percent of people with a cancer diagnosis are doing something in addition to their conventional medicine so people are voting with their feet they're using it because sometimes because the the actual solutions the conventional solutions in some situations are great but in many leave leave a lot to be desired and are not guarantees of cure also partly because they come at quite a high price. So the, the toxicities of treatment um, can be quite considerable. So people are understandably looking for ways to reduce that toxicity or to find ways um, that they can help themselves. And also cancer is a kind of often a, a real crisis in people's lives. It's not something that many people can just sort of take in their stride and keep on going as normal. Often it does precipitate a bit of a stop and and a, and a think and a, a re reorientation in life, and that can be such that that can be such an opportunity. Um, we often talk at, at Penny Branas, a crisis um, has these two elements. It's got the danger bit, but it's also got this fantastic opportunity. And if we can help people harness some of that opportunity, we turn what could otherwise be a really negative and damaging event, traumatic event, into something which allows the possibility of growth. So. Integrative cancer care, integrative oncology is really, I think, again, it's that intelligent combination of saying, what are the things that can help this person deal with the impact of the cancer diagnosis, live as well as possible and live as long as possible going forward in a way that builds their resilience and builds their own capacity to move forward, not just with the cancer, but with life in general. And I think it's 
you know, there are different areas. So there's obviously the conventional treatment that's going to be really helpful for them in many cases. In some cases, it's going to be a bit more in the balance. Is this helpful? Isn't it? And again, having some other alternatives or other things to bring to the table can be really helpful. So lifestyle medicine is, is hugely important. And, and I think like you, I see that as a real connected web. You know, it's what you eat, it's how you move, it's how you sleep, it's how you rest, it's how you um, it's how you think about the world, it's how you manage stress, the sort of everyday stresses of life, it's how you connect with the things that really matter to you in your life, um, both the people and the communities, but but also the passions and the and the sort of inspiration and where you draw your strength from. All of those things, I think, are are sort of lifestyle medicine, uh, and all of them have a have a, a wonderful way of kind of supporting each other to to sort of. And once they once one thing starts moving in the right direction, often it's small steps that can have a bit of a domino effect and can really start to change people's attitude and actually physical well being. Um, so even even people who aren't really necessarily even thinking about having their can- cancer cured can actually start to say, do you know what, but I feel I'm living better. And I've and some of my most moving experiences at Penny Braun have been talking with people who are close to death sometimes, but who just are living in such a vibrant and alive way that they say sometimes it's it's the most alive they felt in their in their whole experience. And I think that's that's really key. And I think Integrative Oncology, Integrative Cancer Care for me has another sort of dimension, which is this helping people to help themselves, but also supporting them. Um, Because it's a real roller coaster in terms of energy up and down. Sometimes the treatments or or the symptoms from the actual disease really take it out of you. And I think I do want to challenge this thing. We're not saying here's, here's the sort of instructions, you go away and you sort your own cancer out. I think that's unfair and it puts far too much responsibility on the individual so I think there's a lot that we can do to support people and that can be again through their conventional oncology teams but also through a wider network of other people counsellors nutritional therapists exercise facilitators complementary therapists who can give massage or acupuncture or or um treatments that can actually give the body a sort of feel-good experience in the middle of all of that um, difficult and challenging treatment. Um, so so I think integrative oncology, have I said all the aspects? So it's integrating a range of different approaches. I think it's, um, which include conventional lifestyle and complementary. I think it's also really important to integrate that people feel themselves as integrated. So that often people are describe the experience of going into hospital as if like that all they're interested is in my body and in fact it's not even the whole of my body it's the bit on the scan which um, is either shrinking or growing or it's the blood marker that's showing my PSA going up or down and I, I know it's not when you talk to the oncologist that's not what they that's not what they really believe but that is sort of how the system is expecting them to react and so people often feel a bit like a slab of meat on a conveyor belt going through the system and really helping people to connect back to the their body hasn't let them down. It's not It's not a sort of enemy territory. And helping people make friends again and connect their minds, their bodies, their emotions, their spirits, so that they feel like an integrated whole person going through this journey and they feel that their whole person experience is really valid. And then I think it's really the other bit of the integrating that I think is really important is integrating them at the centre of their own healthcare creation team. So really seeing them as expert in their own um in their own body, in their own experience, and in their own 
inner knowledge of what works for them and what they feel is important and what their priorities are really important. I hope you enjoyed today's Daily Doctor's Kitchen. The Doctor's Kitchen podcast is where I discuss multiple topics around nutrition, medicine, and well-being with experts and researchers from around the globe. So do go check it out. And my latest cookbook is 321. Three portions of fruit and veg per person, two servings per recipe, and all using one pan. Find me on social media at doctors underscore kitchen and sign up for recipes every week at thedoctorskitchen.com. I'm Dr. Rupi. Have a beautiful day. Botox Cosmetic, out of botulinum toxin A, FDA approved for over 20 years. So talk to your specialist to see if Botox Cosmetic is right for you. For full prescribing information, including boxed warning, visit BotoxCosmetic.com or call 877-351-0300. Remember to ask for Botox Cosmetic by name. To see for yourself and learn more, visit BotoxCosmetic.com. That's BotoxCosmetic.com.